Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. everyone welcome to adventures in autism episode 153 i am megan carranza thank you so much for coming to listen if it is your first episode welcome so happy to have you and if you've been listening thank you so much for coming on back to the show and today's episode i am wrapping up the summer series which if you've been listening this is just some you know solo kind of mini episodes uh, during summer break while I have all three of my kiddos home with me and less time to record (laughs) or schedule interviews, I should say. So I came up with this idea, you know, before summer started of like, how can I keep the podcast going? I wasn't sure if I needed to take a break or go to every other week. And ultimately, I think the summer series ended up being a really great thing. So if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes, um, usually I just kind of pick a topic and sort of wax poetic on that. Um, I do want to say thank you so much to everyone who reached out after last week's episode talking about expanding your family after you have a child diagnosed with autism. This was another one that I got a ton of feedback about. I think it really is just something that so many of us can relate to and, you know, people listening, whether you are, you know, deciding still if you're going to expand your family or if even if you have, like, just kind of like everything that goes into it. I know for us, if you listen to that episode, um, I said it was definitely a topic that was close to my heart, and it absolutely is. So I've had a lot of great conversations with many of you since last week, just kind of talking about that. And yeah, I just always want to say thank you. Thank you so much for the support. You guys are amazing. I have heard from a few listeners this past week and um, a couple new reviews that just like touched my heart and made me so, so happy. I've said it before, but I mean, I love doing the podcast. I really do but it definitely is a labor of love and it's a lot of work. And there are times when I kind of wonder like, why am I doing all this work? (laughs) Like, is this, is it really worth it all this time? Um, but then yeah, when I, when I hear from you guys, it really does just like reaffirm everything for me because I mean, I've said it before, but I mean, I really started this show because I, I needed something like this and it wasn't out there. And so I guess it was somewhat for selfish reasons. Um, but ultimately at the end of the day, like I really do just want to have this be like a a great, you know, resource and place of support and community. And I've often just referred to the podcast as like a soft place to land. And that I think is kind of like the best definite or best description I can give. Um, or just like my, my intention is just like, I want people to come here to listen, to feel, just, you know, supported and understood. So thank you again so much to everyone who has reached out. If you are enjoying the show and you have not yet left a review, especially those at Apple podcast, that would be so amazing. Or you can just tap that five star that really helps too. But if you would like to leave a few kind words, I would be so appreciative. And I just love, love reading those reviews. So thank you. 
So like I said, today I'm going to wrap up the summer series and just kind of look back a little bit on our summer and what we are preparing for in this coming school year. If you're listening to this in real time, um, it is actually Logan's very first day of school, the day that this episode comes out. His first day of third grade, which is honestly, I mean, I think I say every year, like, I can't believe I have a first grader. I can't believe I have a second grader, but I really can't believe I have a third grader. Like, that just sounds like such a big kid. And he is a big kid, but it's just, it's really wild, especially because, again, his, the class that he's in, uh, he's in, like, an out-of-district placement, and he is in a what we call self-contained class here. So his class is all kids on the spectrum. He's got a few new classmates this year. His class grew a little bit, although they also, we also had one student um, transfer schools, so they moved. Um, so I think he, I think, I think there's five, maybe six students total. So really small class um, and there's a teacher and two aides. So, you know, two to one or what would that be? two to one. I can't remember. I, <laughs> I'm not very good at this stuff. Um, what, what the ratio is, but there is that. Yeah. So there's three people in the classroom and six students. Is that two to one? Oh my gosh, you guys, I, math is not my strong suit in case you can't tell, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they have a lot of, you know, all hands on deck and there's almost always like a rotating person in the classroom, whether it's uh, speech teacher, OT, the, actually the music teacher helps a ton because she's going to school to be a special ed teacher. So his, his class and his whole team at school is amazing. And we are so, so thankful for them. I can kind of get into that a little bit more later, but he is in like a blended classroom, meaning the, the grades are blended. So initially he was supposed to be in this class for kindergarten through second. And then because of like the sizes and it being so small and they really do like cater to each student as far as like academics go, um, they have been able to include more grades. So Logan is in third grade. He's still in it this year. I know they have a fourth grader in their class too. Um, but what I'm trying to get at is that I forget what grade he is in. <laughs> and it's not until we're starting a new school year that I'm like, oh yeah, he's actually in third grade. Manny was helping me. We had some forms getting faxed back and forth between the doctor's office. And then he was at work. So he was using his work fax and he was filling them out. And he's like, Logan's in second grade, right? I'm like, no, he's in, in third grade. So it's just crazy how time really does fly. And here we are at third grade. So like I said, just kind of looking back on this summer, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you probably know I typically tend to just dread summer. Honestly, it has been a real struggle for us ever since Logan was pretty young. Um, when he was very little, it was it was great because, I mean, every day was kind of summer break. You know, like we did therapy when he was little. We just started early intervention. He was 20 months old and then he was in preschool. But the... I, I was probably around the time that he was in preschool and like that first summer break because having that, the structure and the routine of school really just kind of gave him some grounding and it was so, everything was kind of just like right on track during the school year. And then it was like summer would come and things would just like fall apart and he would have a really hard time. We would see a spike in some of his more challenging behaviors, definitely with his anxiety. It was just like a, a real challenge. And it has been that way for, for many years, honestly. 
Um, and I don't know where along the way this summer, I just didn't have that same feeling, even though last summer was a huge challenge, obviously, you know, with COVID and everything being shut down, we, there was, there was snippets of last summer that I saw, um, just kind of like this, this like traditional sort of like easy summer. Um, last summer was absolutely not easy at all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I mean, there was, there was so much going on even outside of COVID. You know, my, my sister was diagnosed with brain cancer. And at that time she was living with us. I was like her primary caregiver, taking her to radiation every day, starting chemo, all that stuff. Um, so it was, it was a absolutely crazy summer, but with Logan, I did start to see a shift with him just with like enjoying his free time. And I've talked about this a few times on the podcast, but it was just like, enough things kind of happened. And I I saw glimpses of that sort of leading up to the summer that I actually felt really good going into the summer. And I had planned less for him than I ever had. Normally we plan like camps and whatever we can to kind of fill his days up. And, you know, this is our first summer without doing ABA. And it was just I had this feeling. I'm like, I just feel like this summer, like things are going to work out for us. I don't know if I will ever have that feeling again, but I went with it. So we, he did do summer school, which is about a month long and it's right in the middle of summer. And that worked out great. Um, he did swim lessons, which also worked out great. He went Sunday mornings, loved swim lessons. He just really grew like by leaps and bounds with his, his swimming this summer, which I can, I'll get into that a little bit too, but I just had this feeling I'm like summer is going to work out for us this year and I'm so happy and thrilled and just beside myself to report that it all turned out the way I was hoping it would. How often does that happen? I mean really (laughs) Um, not to say every day was perfect um, and you know there's definitely been some challenges and Logan is a mischievous boy so we've yeah we've had some some you know sticky situations arise but overall we have just had a really wonderful summer and he has done awesome. He has been like sleeping better. We've, I mean, we had some mornings where he was waking up at like eight 30. I mean, it was like, incredible and just hanging out outside. We have our, our little pool in the backyard. He has his trampoline, his swing set. We finally got like a nice patio set for me <laughs> this summer. So I would just like park it on the patio and he would just hop between the pool the trampoline, the swing, and just kind of like do this loop. I mean, truly all day long. Like we were outside all day, every day. And that makes him so happy. And that was just what we did. We had a really awesome vacation that I talked all about. We went to Tennessee and Logan did amazing. He was so great. I honestly can think of one time this entire summer where he had an anxiety attack. It was actually just a few weeks ago and it was very random, kind of out of nowhere. We had been kind of out and about all day. He was having a great day. And sometimes like being home, even though home is like a happy place for him. And especially in the past like year or so, I feel like he's really gotten more used to being at home. He used to be like wanting to get out of the house a lot more, but sometimes being home can be kind of like stifling for him. And he does like to get out of the house. Um, I think it's one of the reasons why he does enjoy school so much is he just, he likes having places to go. And yeah, there was one day a couple weeks ago we got, we got home and I could just tell with Logan, it always starts with like pacing 
and then whining. And if we can sort of de-escalate it from there, then it's okay. But if we can't, then it will just kind of like keep going into anxiety. And sure enough, this day I saw it and I was like, ooh, this may be getting to anxiety. And I was, you know, trying to calm him down. Thankfully, it didn't last too long because Manny came home and I said, I got to get him in the car so we can go somewhere because that's always kind of like our foolproof method of calming down anxiety. And that worked. We went for like a 20 minute car ride and he, we got back home and he was totally fine. And it was actually pretty late in the day. So it was like about time for bed and he was, he was tired and ready to go to bed. So yeah, I mean, that was like the only anxiety attack we dealt with all summer, which is amazing. Um, and just in general, he was just in such a great mood, so happy. We spent a ton of time together. We spent a ton of time with neighbors and friends. And I, I honestly, I share this to like give somebody hope. Uh, if you're listening and you're in that place of like summers are hard and that lack of routine and structure is hard. I, there was so many years where I prayed for a summer like this. And I honestly wasn't sure if it would ever happen because of how far away we were from a summer like this. Um, I remember it was like the summer before last, just having so many struggles. And I remember like for summer school, um, summer school is four days a week and it's like half days. So he would be off on Fridays. And even though like I had visual schedules and we would talk about it, every Friday he would wake up and be trying to get ready for school and trying to get me to back get his backpack together and he would stand by the door and wait for the bus and would cry like he would have actual real tears because he just I don't know if it was that he wasn't understanding that you know we weren't having a school that day or he was just like if you build it they will come and he was just wishing like well, let's just get dressed and do all this stuff and then magically the bus will appear and take me to school um but it was it was heartbreaking honestly it was like every week we would do this and it just it killed me and i hated i just hate seeing him in distress in general and we yeah like i said we we've had so many summers where that's just like one story but many many things like that and just lots of lots of challenges and honestly heartache and yeah it's just we we really have turned a corner and like I said I don't know if next summer will be the same but I'm gonna cross my fingers and say my prayers that it will because yeah this really has been an amazing summer I will say I feel like the last couple days I can tell he's like ready to start school because <laughs> um, he's been having so much fun he's been awesome but he just he does seem like a little restless and Liliana just started um, kindergarten on Monday so I feel like maybe seeing her like going to school and and getting ready for school and we've been like getting her ready for the past like week or so with you know all her school supplies and whatnot uh, I think he was kind of like okay well when is it my turn and I keep telling him like a couple more days a couple more days so I think he's He's just ready now, and I'm ready too. <laughs> We're very excited for school to start. Um, I will say, like I said, he is going to be in his, his same program this summer, or this, this school year, which we're very excited about. Um, I am going to take, I have some listener questions coming up, and this was one of the questions, so I can talk about this a little bit more later, but as far as like scheduling goes, um, Logan does have... A pretty a, a really early day I should say the bus comes to pick him up at like around 7 which is so early um, he's typically a pretty early riser although he has been sleeping a little later so 
I, I may have to wake him up, which is going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, it's a super early day, but then he's home by like 2.45. And, you know, we're not doing ABA now, so it's great. We'll have our, our afternoons free still. And yeah, I mean, we're just, we're, we're ready to go. I was talking to his teacher earlier this week. And one of the things we're trying to figure out now, because last year there, there, there's inclusion is kind of written into Logan's IEP. Like I said, he is in a self-contained class, but he does get inclusion time throughout the day with his typical peers. And last year, because of COVID, there was not much inclusion happening. They were really trying to, you know, keep the kids socially distanced. And again, his class is small, so it's easy to do that. But when you open it up to other kids, it makes it a little more challenging. But this year, they are able to incorporate some inclusion back in, which is awesome. But it's interesting because as much as I still, I would like him to have inclusion time, his teacher had first emailed me and then we ended up having like a, a little phone meeting just talking about the the schedule because the, the third graders, they have, you know, a set schedule of like this day they do gym class, this day they do music class. And Logan, typically those are the times that he gets included into um, for inclusion. Like he always, yeah, would do gym with them and music class um he would do library with them meaning like this the the typical third grade class um and I still would really like for him to have that time but it was kind of conflicting with some of the things that they do in Logan's classroom so we were just sort of trying to figure out like okay what what are like the important things for him to be at with his peers in his class but then what are the good things for him to have inclusion time with and it's interesting because in years past I have just always really pushed for like as much inclusion as possible and I still it's still a priority for me for sure but as Logan gets older I was telling his teacher I do feel like a bit of a shift and that I don't necessarily feel like you know inclusion above all else is what's important for him I really feel like him being with his peers and you know his friends who understand him and have you know similar quirks to him and you know are just like all kind of on the same or a similar page I I feel like as he gets older I think that that is like more um valuable than just focusing on the inclusion um, again, that's not to say I'm against inclusion or anything like that. And I still want inclusion for him. And we are, like I said, kind of talked over his whole schedule to figure out, okay, like this is important for him to do this. And this day he can, you know, miss a little bit of this. Um, but yeah, I just feel like, like I said, as Logan gets older, I, I really do think having that sense of like community is just so important. I mean, I know that for my life and for so many of us, like community is everything and having the people who get you and understand you is everything. And I love his school. And every time I've interacted with his typical peers, it's been a while now, unfortunately, because of COVID, I couldn't go last year. But I've always had a really good experience and the, and the kids are really kind to him and very welcoming, which is amazing. Um, but I, I also just think him being with, you know, his buddies in his class is so important. And especially last year, we did see him kind of like socializing more and sort of like forming those friendships more and more, um, which is something we're always working towards. Like social skills are huge. And I think in a lot of ways, they're just, you know, developing naturally, like because he is getting older and I just want to foster that in him. So yeah, it's interesting. Like this, 
journey really is a journey and you know you're you're constantly like evolving and sort of changing your your view and your stance on things and for me I know like it's really just kind of happened naturally and like over time like I just I, I always am trying to look at the bigger picture and just like really see where where Logan is at and you know make what I feel are the best choices for him um so that's what that's what we're doing and one of the things that's really important to me is you know his his class they start every day with circle time and it is a lot of you know just kind of like that morning routine of familiarity and he's he's used to that um and with Logan it there's a really fine line between him really liking routine but also getting bored <laughs> so his the typical third graders all of their like specials are right in the morning when they would be doing circle time and so it is important for me I think I think that having the circle time is really good for him but we did talk about a couple mornings a week I think it's okay for him to get pulled out because he does sometimes get bored with that so I think this is kind of the best of both worlds he'll get you know the time with his his typical peers to do some fun stuff but he'll still have like a few mornings a week with with his buddies in his class and you know do what's familiar so again it's always we're always just doing our best and trying to figure out what is best for our kiddos um so other than that i mean i i think i actually am really excited for this year because we have had such a great summer and i was telling his teacher i'm like i feel like we've had such a great summer and he's just in such a great place. Typically when we're coming off of summer, we're dealing with a lot of anxiety and some, you know, negative beer or challenging behaviors that we are trying to work through. And then to start school, sometimes that can be like a little more of a challenge and we're sort of starting, you know, a little bit further behind where I would like to be. Whereas this year, I feel like he's in such a great spot, and I just think that we're going into the school year in a really great place, and I'm just so excited to see where we're going to end up, um, because, yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it's it's been a totally different summer than in years past, so I'm curious to see where, where it goes from here, and I'm just very excited for my little third grader. Um, okay, so I do have some questions and these are fun because they're like all over the map. They're not, I said any questions does not matter the topic. Um, and I got some really good ones. So I'm going to take a quick break and then I'll come back and answer these questions. So stay tuned. For you, the listeners of Adventures in Autism podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I often get asked for book recommendations related to autism, and one that I always go back to is called The Out of Sync Child by Carol Kranowitz, and it was actually recommended to me by a friend who is also an OT, and I read this book years ago before Logan was even diagnosed. It's not necessarily just for autism. It also goes into like sensory processing disorder or ADHD, but it's just very valuable information and a really great resource that I still pull from today, even though I read it years ago. So that's a really good one. Sometimes just to get my mind off things, I also just enjoy good old chiclet. <laughs> I love anything by Emily Giffen, like something borrowed or something blue, and those are available on Audible as well, but you can pick from any of their titles. So to download Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. All one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism for your free audiobook. 
Okay, so jumping back in, I thought it'd be fun to do some listener questions for this last episode of the summer series. I will say I probably will continue to sprinkle in some solo episodes kind of here and there. I have many recordings scheduled, um, which I'm super excited about. I'm going to have a lot more time with these kids in school (laughs) to record. Um, But I also, I still have like so many topics that were suggested that I think are awesome. So I will kind of schedule or I will sprinkle in some solo episodes and I still have hot topics coming up. So as much as this is the the last episode of the summer series, you know, you're not going to get rid of me that easy. So (laughs) stay tuned for those, but let me pull up these questions here. And like I said, I, I, so these can be kind of like any questions. They can be there was like no specific topic. Um, all right. So the first one I got actually is related to health and wellness. If you have not listened to the last episode I did, oh, what was it? Like 150 or 151. I kind of gave an update on my health weight loss journey. But this question is, have you hit your goal weight slash size yet? Um, and I did talk with this a little bit on that episode. I, I did hit my goal weight and my goal size, um, a few months ago. And at the time I was maybe not in the best headspace, definitely not in the best headspace. And I immediately was like, well, I need to lose more weight. And I sort of lowered my goal, um, my, my weight goal. And then I had like a realization of why am I being so hard on myself? Because I, you know, I hit this goal. I've lost over 50 pounds. I'm where I wanted to be initially, but you know, it's like, we always, we always want more (laughs) or less, I guess in this case. Um, so I ended up, I have not weighed myself in like two months. I put the scale away. I'm probably not going to weigh myself. Um, I am going to start working out. I've been rollerblading pretty regularly over the last couple months. Um, we were out of town last week, so I kind of got off, off track a little bit. Um, although I went tonight, which is great, but yeah, I, I've been working out and that is my goal, getting the kids in school. I'm, I'm going to join a gym and I actually want to get a trainer, not for like long-term, but just do like a few sessions so I can kind of get like a weight program down. Cause I am not necessarily looking to lose more weight now, but I am less, I would like to like tone and kind of firm up what I have. Um, but as far as like weight goal, I am not so concerned about that anymore size goal, I had said in the beginning, I wanted to be a size six and I actually have been a size six for a while. I got into a size six before I hit my, really a couple months before I hit my weight goal even. Um, so yeah, that, that's been awesome. And I, I really, yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of moving, moving along with that. And I'm kind of in like maintenance now, which is a whole new world, but so far it's, it's going good. I'm just trying not to try not to be so hard on myself. Um, but yeah, if you want more info on that, listen to my last episode about health and wellness stuff. Um, okay. And let's see, next question. Are you yourself still in therapy? I am. I, I did take a little break mostly because my, uh, therapist went on maternity leave. Um, but therapy is something I started almost a year ago. I think it was in October. Yeah, it was October of last year. Um, and it really has been so great. It was interesting because my, yeah, my therapist was on maternity leave for like three months and she did have a coworker that was going to take her clients over while she was on leave. And I was like, you know what? I should be fine. 
I'm okay to like take a little break because especially at the at that point when we were going to take the break I felt like we were you know in a good spot and there wasn't necessarily a ton to talk about and we had moved on from like every week to every other week um and then again listeners of the show will know but in April um we I, I lost a, a very dear friend my my best friend Amy her husband Brian passed away very unexpectedly and um it just completely rocked my world and her world obviously they have three amazing kids and um it was it is just like a horrible horrible tragedy um and he actually passed away the the week that my therapist went on maternity leave so um I've, I've really just been still processing and, and dealing with that, you know, grief and emotions these last few months. Um, and just trying to be there for, for Amy, for my, my friend in any possible way that I can. Um, but it was really interesting because I realized like how much therapy was helping me and not having that outlet to talk to my therapist for those few months. Like I was so ready to talk to her when we had a, a session scheduled and, so I've been regularly talking to her now for, um, probably about a month. We've been back in session. Um, and it's been great. I'm actually going to talk to her tomorrow. Can't wait. Um, therapy, I just think is honestly beneficial for like everybody, whether you're in crisis mode or just looking for, you know, support. I just think, I think therapy is a great thing for, for everyone. Um, obviously again, this past year has been really a doozy and there's been a lot a lot going on um and therapy has definitely helped I think just helped me like feel more um centered I guess I want to say and not that I always feel centered because I don't but after I talk to my therapist that's how I feel I feel more centered I feel more um capable of kind of dealing with things and yeah, especially with everything going on this past year, I, I really am so, so thankful to, to be in therapy. Um, but I'd recommend it for anyone. <laughs> and I should say, I've, I've never met my therapist in person. We did one Zoom session to begin with, but then the rest of the time we always talk on the phone. So it's very convenient. And I don't know, maybe someday we'll go back to, or we'll go to in person, but I've, I've been really happy with these phone sessions. So if it ain't broke, you know, um, okay. Let's see. Next question. What was the best part of summer? That's hard to answer because honestly it has been such a great summer and there are so many awesome parts. I guess for me, I would say the best thing is, um, just seeing Logan flourish. And I use the word flourish because it's, I say growth a lot, but I feel like flourish is like maybe a better word to use because, so many things that he is doing now are, are things that like I was, I would, I have prayed that he would do in the future. And one of the things that comes to mind, I talked about this on the show, but when we were on vacation in Tennessee and he did the lily pads at the, um, water park we were at, I mean, that will just like go down for me in history as like one of my proudest moments of him, just seeing him like really, rise to the occasion which I I mean I see that for him all the time but this was like such a like a tangible way to to see that and witness it and he was nervous but he did it I mean it was just incredible um and I mentioned how he's doing swim lessons but he that that is just like 
huge because water has been really a fear um, and a real cause for concern the past few years with him for Manny and I because Logan loves water and he's very drawn to it. But we were always very concerned with safety because he was almost like had a false sense of comfort in the water and he, you know, immediately wanted to jump in, but he did not have the, the swimming skills to, you know, for safety. Um, whereas now he is like a really strong swimmer. It is unbelievable just how much he has grown. (laughs) Um, and the first time I saw that was over spring break, we went to Great Wolf Lodge and indoor water park around here. And he was swimming in the deep end in that pool, which is about five feet. And even then he was, I, I was next to him the whole time. So it was like, I could tell he was really improving, you know, skill wise, but I would not have let him swim by himself. Whereas then in swim lessons, it was like every week he was improving. And then just a couple weeks ago, we went to my friend Jamie's house and she has like an awesome, huge indoor, or uh, indoor, but in-ground pool that goes to like eight or nine feet. And Logan, the entire time, he had no floaties, nothing. He was all over that pool. I mean, just swimming like a champ. And it was funny because Jamie, we were watching them swim and she's like, oh my gosh, he's doing amazing. And I was like, yeah, isn't he doing great? He's learned so much at his swim lessons. Well, then a little bit later I got in and I realized how deep that pool was. I thought it went to like five feet, (laughs) like the pool we were at, at Great Wolf. It was over my head. Then I was really impressed with him. And I'm like, wow, this kid is just rocking it. So I would say, yeah, like that's maybe not the most specific thing, but just seeing Logan flourish and and grow and honestly just be so happy and like enjoy his, his summer break, that has been the best part for me. And also just like our family time, like our family trip to Tennessee was amazing. We went to um, Michigan last week, which our trip got cut short, unfortunately, but we still had a great time. I just love when it's the five of us and we have like that, that family bonding. I feel like that is so important and I just appreciate it so much. Um, okay. Then I have a couple fun questions. Uh, somebody asked, do blondes have more fun? Um, if you follow me on social media, you probably saw a couple months ago, I went like blonde ish. I don't know (laughs) what we would call this, but my natural hair color is dark. It is like almost black. And I, I have not colored it. I hadn't colored it in like three years. So I was back to like totally my natural color. I had the grays to prove it. Um, and I just wanted something fun. I was kind of ready to, I I like to cut my hair. I'm not like attached to my hair, so I'll let it grow and then I'll chop it all off. I don't have any problem doing that. So I knew I wanted like a fun, cute, short haircut for summer. And then I was like, let's, let's mess with the color too. I hadn't done that in a long time. And I've had like highlights before, but I haven't had this like full like balayage or ba- I always say it wrong, balayage situation. Um, and I actually am like really digging it. I think I might even go blonder next time. It's been really fun. Although I have had to learn the proper products because I, we colored it. And then like two weeks later, it had gotten really like orangey brassy already so I had to get all the purple stuff and I was using purple shampoo but I had to get a different purple shampoo purple conditioner purple mask I have like all of it now but it really has made it a huge difference and I I like the the I, I went back and had to retone it and then I've just been keeping it up with all the purple stuff um so do blondes have more fun I 
I can't say for sure, but I'm, I'm having a, a fun time as a, a blonde-ish person. So yeah, I guess, you know, it's just fun to change it up, I think. Um, okay. And then somebody asked, else asked, what TV shows are you watching right now? Um, I also mentioned this on my stories the other night, but if anybody has not watched White The White Lotus on HBO, you have got to watch it. It's so good. It's only six episodes, which I'm really sad about now because we loved it so much. And we kind of got into it late. We started watching it when we were in Michigan. So the finale was this past week and we like, so over the past, yeah, like week and a half or so, we just binged it and we finished it on Sunday when the finale aired. Um, and it's was so good. I'm sad it's over. I'm going to miss it already. Although I, I know it is coming back for another season. Um, so totally recommend that. And then the other show that I am just like hopelessly hooked on, I, I love all the bachelor shows, but bachelor in paradise is back. Anybody who watches understands. I feel like bachelor bachelorette. I, I watch them and sometimes I'm really into them. I would say over the past few years, like almost always, I feel like it's disappointing. Like the seasons are disappointing. Bachelor in Paradise delivers every time. <laughs> and some people might call it a guilty pleasure. I honestly have no guilt. I just enjoy it. I just think it is like good TV. I was just texting with my sister and one of our friends and I'm like, this is musty TV. It is so good. So yeah, if you're looking for something that is like mindless, trashy, fun, definitely check out Bachelor in Paradise. So good. Um, okay. Let's see. I have a couple more questions. What are you most looking forward to with having your kids back in school? Um, honestly, I am looking forward to like a break. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is a new, a whole new world for me because I mean, Logan's been in school for a long time, but this is Liliana's first year in full-time school. And really she only had like a kind of a blip of, of preschool because we started preschool and then COVID hit. So she went, you know, from September to March, but then she's been home with me and we really didn't, you know, she's only had a few months of preschool. Layla has never gone to preschool. So she doesn't start for a couple of weeks, but when she does go, she's going to go four mornings a week. And I just feel like any, any, mother or parent who has been, you know, home with their kids understands. Like, I just feel like I have put in my time and I am just ready for a break. I'm ready. Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to go to the gym, give myself some me time. I'm going to do more recordings for the podcast. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to go to the grocery store with no kids with me. Uh, it's going to be wonderful. <laughs> so that is what I'm most looking forward to. I really am excited to get back into scheduling more interviews because I love talking to you guys and I can't wait to, like I said, I have a bunch that are coming up and I just can't wait. Um, okay. A couple more questions or maybe just one more. Oh, I no, two more. Any other vacations plan? Um, Nothing like solidified at the moment. I know I do have, um, my, my like I was saying, my, my best friend whose um, husband passed away, Amy, we are hoping to do a girl's trip, possibly this winter, um, just kind of a little getaway, um, with a few friends and we're really excited about that just to have, you know, some kind of mom time. Um, and then, oh, in February, it's Manny and my, um, 10 year wedding anniversary and fun fact for anyone who doesn't know, Manny and I actually met in Vegas, in Las Vegas. It's a bit of a crazy story, but we 
we're both from here and we both met in Vegas. So we have not been back since we met like 13 years ago. Um, so in February, we are going to go to Vegas. We're like inviting all of our friends, whoever can come, can come. So any friends listening, if I haven't told you yet, you're invited to Vegas. Um, and we are going to renew our vows at like the Little White Chapel and have like Elvis marry us. And, but really just have like a super fun weekend in Vegas with our friends. So those are like the only couple of things that I have planned. Obviously, there's no kids. Manny and I might do a little Nashville trip for his birthday too um, in November because we love Nashville. And we were there, you know, obviously in, in June with the kids just for a couple of days. And it was really fun. The kids loved it. We had an awesome time with them, but it also just made us want to go back and have like our own adult time. <laughs> um, yeah. So next summer for sure, we'll, we'll do something with the kids. We'll, we were talking about maybe going back up to Northern Michigan to like Petoskey area. We love it up there. It's so pretty. Um, so I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll pick a new place or if we'll go back there, but we'll definitely do another family vacation next summer. Um, but those are the few things that we kind of have on the horizon right now. So all like adults only, and I'm okay with that. I'm actually pretty happy about it. Um, all right. Last question. How many hours is Logan in school each week? What does his schedule look like this year? So I, I kind of talked about that earlier with the scheduling, um, hours. Like I said, Logan is in a, has a full day and it's a, like a pretty early day. So he's done early or he's home. He leaves early, but then he's done early. Um, Liliana, like she is home so late. It's very weird to me because she's just like on like an hour later schedule. Um, and it's, it, it feels like she gets home so late. Her bus comes at like three fifty to drop her off for the day, which yeah, Logan, his bus usually drops him off at like two forty five. which granted it comes so early at, at seven. Um, school starts at, at eight. Although I think this year they're actually starting a little bit earlier. They kind of changed the schedule a little bit just with like buses and whatnot again with, with COVID. Um, so I think he's actually starting at seven forty five this year uh and then going until like 205 or 210 or something like that um so yeah it's a, a little bit earlier of a day but it's kind of nice because then he's home earlier in the afternoon um but then yeah as far as the schedule goes like we we don't have I don't have any extracurriculars scheduled yet so we have a pretty open schedule I, I've been saying for a long time I would love to get him into basketball I'm just looking for the right program we really looked into the swim lessons this summer because it was like specifically for kids on the spectrum. It was one-to-one. -one. He loved it and did awesome. Um, so the, the special rec programs around here have still been virtual, unfortunately, because, you know, a lot of uh, kiddos with special needs end up being kind of medically compromised. So I understand that, you know, they would be like extra careful. So I'm hoping that we can find something in person. I have found a couple like typical programs that would be willing to you know, give it a shot and, and Logan can try. Um, but like I said before, I just, I really do think it is valuable for him to be with his peers. And, um, I don't know, we'll see. We, we may go that route, but there's, there's just a lot, a lot of factors with that too, because as much as I, I love, you know, having Logan meet new people and having people meet him. And I think that it's, it's really beneficial for him to, you know, be around typical peers. I also, you know, I don't necessarily want him to be like a spectacle. I want him to be himself and be comfortable. And and he would be, but there, you know, it's just like, it opens a whole can of worms of like, are people going to be kind to him and accepting of him? And 
yeah, as a parent, that's definitely something that I, I worry about for sure. Um, and I think we have been lucky with that, but I do, I, I just, I like him in an environment that I feel is most appropriate for him. And I don't know, I did kind of shadow a basketball class, um, just to kind of see how I felt like Logan would fit in. And I felt a little uneasy. I, I mean, I think we, we could try it. You never know. Um, I'm sure you guys understand. There's just, there's always a lot of factors, always a lot of things to figure out. But as far as the schedule right now, it's pretty open and we're okay with that. We're looking forward to, you know, getting back into the swing of things of school, but that is about it. So, all right. Thank you so much to everybody for listening, for being here all summer. And you guys might be kind of sick of me talking, ready for some interviews. Trust me, I am too. I'm super excited about it. Um, but that is all for now. So if you would like to find me, you can connect with me on Facebook at Adventures and Autism Podcast, on Instagram at Adventures and Autism Pod, or you can email me at Adventures and Autism 2018 at yahoo.com. Always love hearing from you guys. Again, if you are enjoying the show and you'd be so kind to leave a rating review on Apple podcast, I would be so appreciative. And like I said, I have many recordings scheduled, very excited to get back in the swing of things with interviews. If you have been listening and enjoying the show and thought about, Hey, it might be kind of fun for me to share our journey, share our family story. I would love to have you best way to get in touch with me for that would be an email. And if you could give me like some backstory of what you would like to talk about when you come on the show, that would be amazing. Um, but that is all for now. And until next time, take care. Thank you.